This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, front and center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? Coming to you guys with episode 113. Member of the Blue Wire Podcasting Network, the official podcast at RaidersBeat.com. Make sure you guys... Following up with RaidersBeat.com. That's where all the latest news um, and analysis is happening on your Las Vegas Raiders. Now, a big win in Cleveland, baby. The 5-2 and two Browns fall to 5-3 and three to our Las Vegas Raiders. Coming on a bounce back, a borderline, if not all the way, full-blown must-win game if you want to be a playoff team this year. What is going on? Shout-out to the chat. If you're listening to the Post-Produced Podcast, Shout out, I love you guys. Also, shout out to the live chat here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Amazing. I see you guys in there all pumped up, just like me. Man, this feels good, huh? Big freaking win. I'll tell you, coming into this thing, as usual, underdogs. Going into Cleveland, cold weather, there's snow, there's wind, there's all this stuff going on, and the Raiders pull out the big W. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Way to go, Booker. Yeah, just win, baby. There we go. Let's go, Joiner. We're going to get into this game breakdown right now. What's going on, Cody? Our defense stepped up this game. But I get oh, I get to see Paul Gunther as these dudes out of position. Ah, you know, hey, we'll get into it, man. Honestly, whenever it comes down to it, the Cleveland Browns scored six points. So I'm not going to get too hard on, on everything going on. What repairs everything? Guys, we know this. We know this as fans, um, as fanatics, as uh, the the crazy, nutso, passionate fan base that we are. Winning cures everything. So, yeah, guess what? We're cured right now. Feels good. Get a W. Go to four and three. We're in the playoffs. If the if the season stopped now, we're in the playoffs, and now we're going into a streak of division rivals. We're going to play the Chargers in L.A. 
We're going to play the Broncos in Las Vegas, and then we're going to play the Chiefs in Las Vegas. So we got all three of our division rivals coming up, and it's going to be interesting. So, like I said, winning cures it all. And I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good right now, Raider Nation. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling pretty good right now. So let's go. Let's go. I'm not about you. Let's go. Raider Nation, I hope you guys are fired up. Let's uh quit messing around man let's uh let's get to this game breakdown first quarter we come out man and uh we're, we're having a nice drive we're moving the ball down the field kind of like we do every game like there's there's a little sputter that we had throughout uh you know early in the season this last game that or should i say the last the last couple games were really similar um the last one we we, we scored a touchdown this last one was stopped on a drop by Darren Waller. So, I mean, hey, it is what it is. There, there was heavy win. Uh, there, there was a, there was some deep balls there early in the game. Whatever. Okay, we're gonna let those, we're gonna let those fly. We're gonna let those fly, right? So, obviously, we had a pretty promising drive coming out, and we fell short. Kick a field goal. We go up 3-0. Hey, if we could put points, points on the board first drive, I don't care what it is. We always want touchdowns. But if it's that, cool. Like, let's take it. The weather was probably one of, like, you know, some of the best it was the entire game. So if we could put points on the board, let's put points on the board. The Cleveland Browns get the ball, right? Um, and the defense, I'm thinking, like, dude, we're not – we're missing tackles. We're, like, over-aggressive. We had two offsides penalties. I'm thinking, dude, we – Ah, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? And then we force a fumble. And I'm like, sorry for ever doubting you. Shout out to Nick Kwiatkowski. I do my lights out player of the game every every episode now, every post game. I do a lights out player of the game. And early on in the game, I was I, I was thinking in the back of my head, depending on how this game finishes out, if someone doesn't outplay him, Nick Kwiatkowski is going to be the lights out player of the game. And that, that's how we started that, that game off. Obviously, the forced fumble, just being around everything, just the disruption. He's kind of the glue to this defense, and he's been playing great. So we get the ball back, and we didn't do anything with it. Um, we took one good shot down the field. And I would say, yeah, it was definitely the wind. That overthrow was definitely the wind, carried the ball. Just I mean, it was just sailing. Threw it up there. The only thing I think I would have said was, uh, you sail the ball up there, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take off. Uh, I think the only way we're going to hit a, a wide receiver deep down the field was the same way that Derek connected with all of his receivers this game. And that's with a line drive, line drive dart right to the receiver. You can't let the wind get a hold of that ball. But it is what it is. I mean, it happens. You're, you're in a windy game, you're going to have a couple throws get away from you. Tell that to the commentators, I guess. We'll talk about that later. We're saving that one actually for real talk. So, Kenny King, if you're listening right now, um, yeah, we're talking about these Fox commentators later in the show. Uh, we we So, we go off with a three and out. Is what it is. Um, Cleveland gets the ball. There's like a third down offsides penalty. The Browns march down the field. Um, that was like it led to the end of the the first quarter. Open up the second. They end up kicking a field goal. I would say like that entire first quarter. It, it's kind of what we've seen all season. It's like a two man defense. Trayvon Mullen, I didn't hear Trayvon Mullen's name called all game, which is exactly what we need him to do. Unless he's turning the ball over, that's the only time I want to hear his name called. So he did his job. Yes, Henry Ruggs III got robbed. I see in there. That was 5'10". Shout out to you, 5'10". I met you at a tailgate last year. Um, So as long as his name's not getting called, he's doing his job. But I still feel like it was like a two-man defense out there. Uh, You have Jonathan Abram, who's running all around the field. Really, I mean, just... Headhunting. I love Jonathan Abram, dude. He's just like a raider. 
I was a little weird about the long sleeves. Like he's wearing, he's out there on the field wearing sleeves like me. Um, except he's like taking dudes heads off. I'm over here making like cheese plates and you know, trying to just watch a football game in peace with two kids. But him and Nick Kwiatkowski were, were the only ticking pieces. The only guys that you could see out there making plays, making big hits, tackles, trying to force turnovers in the first quarter. Right. So of course, uh, they open up the second quarter, they kick a field goal. Um, yeah, is what it is. So, oh, you know what? I'm wrong. We missed a field goal. We missed our field goal opening up. How did I forget that? Oh, yeah, because the wind. Because the wind. Gosh, dang, man. That was crazy because the dude kicked it straight to the right upright. And that thing hooked so hardcore. I mean, it, you could see the ball take off this way. Boom. You're like, just like, whoa. Like, this guy's obviously fighting the wind. And it immediately stopped, and it sailed over and dink off the upright. Absolutely crazy. Anyway, so they go up three, three nothing. They go up. We're down. Okay. So we get the ball back. We realize maybe we can't throw it as much. We had that misconnection with Henry Ruggs. So Josh Jacobs starts to get a little hot. Josh Jacobs gets the ball in his hands a few times. He's running pretty well. Yeah. Then we had that was the drive with the Henry Ruggs touchdown. Shout out to the chat. I want to know your guys' thoughts. Drop in the chat what you guys think of the Henry Ruggs touchdown that was not, not called back, but it stood. And I swear, I mean, there was a slice of green. There was a slice of green, not a slice of blue like we're familiar with, but a slice of green. I don't see how in any way that that wasn't ruled a touchdown. I'm sorry. That's a touchdown. But it was so close, and I get it a little bit. I get it. I'm only saying this because we won, but I get it. It was, had it been ruled a touchdown, I think it stays a touchdown. Because it was ruled incomplete, it just wasn't enough to turn the call over. But you know what? Robbed. Got robbed. The rugs robbery. Hashtag rugs robbery. Let's get that trending. Rugs robbery. It's a tongue twister right there. Anyways, we settle for the field goal. 3-3. Cleveland gets the ball back. Defense shows up. Three and out. These three and outs are amazing. We had some some key three and outs. Vegas gets the ball back. They move down the field. No timeouts and big runs. We get down there. We kick a field goal. Okay, so we're up. Six to three at halftime. Feeling good. Feeling pretty good at halftime. Sloppy game. Very sloppy game. Towards the end after halftime, the weather cleared up, but it was a very sloppy game. The weather was ugly, especially at the end of the first half. It was terrible. High winds. It's raining. It's borderline snowing. What is going on? Right. So I would say, though, like it's something that I'm really happy with for this Raiders football team because they played good, hard nosed football, you know, late in the second quarter. We were making stops. We were shutting down their offense. We were able to transition. John Gruden was able to get the ball into Josh Jacobs' hands. Devontae Booker, it doesn't matter who it was, he was able to make it happen. Play some good, hard-nosed, ground-and-pound football. Um, and, you know, we had a lead. We had a lead. It was, it was a sloppy game, sloppy weather conditions. A 6-3 to three lead is a lead. It doesn't even matter at that point because you know how the rest of the game's going to go. Third quarter opens up. Uh, the Browns come out. I would say they kind of flipped a switch. It was an offense that we didn't see all game. They come out. They had a couple big catches. There was that. Uh, Jarvis Landry, like, touchdown catch. And that touchdown catch, no, was not a touchdown catch, so I'm not too worried about it. Let's not try and call even with uh, 
with with Henry Ruggs. It was it was not even at all. But uh, that obviously made them them settle for a field goal. So they went up and they tied it six to six. And it was clear, no argument made. Uh, Jarvis Landry, obviously, the ball hit the ground, didn't have possession, whatever, six to six. Don't want to hear any complaining. And this is where the Raiders won the football game. It's six to six. The Raiders get the football. They have a great drive. The weather's better. Don't get me wrong. But we still didn't change our game plan too much. We had a couple key catches. Josh Jacobs, everybody was getting the ball. We moved down. I mean, and, you know, we got down into a, in a clutch situation. That Hunter Renfro touchdown catch was the play of the game. That's what won, that's what won us the game. Hunter Renfro in that clutch, and I, I called it. I do it every time with my wife. She's like, how do you call these plays? And I'll see him every time. He's cutting out. I see him, I see him running towards the sideline. I'm going to say, Hunter Renfro inside. All of a sudden, he makes a little move. You have Darren Waller clearing the way. He comes in, low throw, doesn't need to take a hit because he's already on the ground, secures it for a touchdown, right on the money. Like DC had this ball basically planting a yard into the end zone. So all Hunter had to do was get low, basically slide right on in. Easy money, absolute dime. That was a nine, almost nine minute drive. It was like eight minutes and 50 something seconds. Nuts. Just completely controlling the clock, controlling the game, taking the lead in a low-scoring game, 13-6. to That's exactly what I want to see out of this offense. We had one drive for the Browns, one drive for the Raiders in the third quarter. Absolutely great. I love it. Fourth quarter comes around. Three and out, baby. Let's go, defense. Thank you, Paul Gunther, for calling some plays. Thank you, secondary, for making some plays. This is what, we're, this is what we want. This is what we love. Three and outs. That's amazing. All around great team play. I have no, no complaints. No complaints. So we get the ball back. Another long drive. Jacobs. Devontae Booker. Derek Carr, who I believe, I, I got to check the final stats, but I think was the second leading rusher of the, of the Raiders team. I mean, Devontae Booker had some good carries, and to think that Derek Carr out carried him, it's a pretty good play. There was a part of me that thought, hey, Derek can maybe be my lights out player of the game, the way he's playing. Mm, played good. He played really good. I'll give it to him. Not, not a game manager. He took things into his, his own hands, managed the pressure that was around him. He picked up stuff on his feet. I've also seen Derek play some better games, though. That's okay. I'm not saying he played bad. But with the conditions, the dude played great. Absolutely great. So Cleveland gets the ball, right? So after that ridiculous touchdown throw, uh, Cleveland gets the ball, and this is their chance. They need to go down the field. They need to score quickly, get the ball back, two-possession game, right? Ten points. So they move down the field, and they do. They're moving down the field. I know they're going to put points on the board. Well, little they know we're not going to get points on the board. And a big part of that was one of the biggest, uh, should I say, controversies or complaints. LaMarcus Joyner has been a hot topic. Dude comes in with a good pickup over the top. He's running underneath. He's like in like an underneath zone. He, he reads a, a throw over the top, makes the adjustment, bam, tips the ball. Great play. Another player, two, whatever it was, it was like right next to each other. Uh, he comes in and they make a lob throw over. I think Nevin Lawson was covering Jarvis Landry. Nevin Lawson gets a little bobble in it. He gets his hand in that thing and gets that ball loose. And then LaMarcus Joyner comes in. And, ah, I love it. 
ah, it had me off. <laughs> I was off my seat, man. I was just like, let's go. Cause that's what our defense is built around. Oh man. Simon C. Raiders. Those are his, his words, not mine. Raiders. Tight game to the third. Then we uh, flexed our run game muscles. Keep up the Raider content, bro. I, I like that. Simon SC. Shout out. Appreciate the donation. I'm telling you, man. Um, yeah, we did. We did. And we came out. We, we flexed our muscles, man. We go down and uh, we take a, take a few run plays, get a first down or so, and, and keep the ball rolling. And felt good. Felt really good. That was a good ending to this game. <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. Raider Nation, shout out. Wherever you guys are listening from or watching, whatever you're doing, drop it into the chat. Area code, town, city, county, state, country. Drop it in the chat. I want to know where you guys are listening from. I'm sitting here reading your comments. And this is where I'm going to gather some of my thoughts, too. You guys are inspiring me, so keep the comments flowing. Appreciate you guys joining us. This is great, man. I love I love the post-game win shows. You know, we've had a couple here where we're like, mm, okay. You know, a little, uh, I guess a little iffy, but that Chiefs game was fun. This last week was a little rough, but I'm feeling good again. No doubts. So drop those locations in the chat. I want to know where you guys are watching from. So we're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire. Um, and when we come back, I'll continue my game breakdown and give you my lights out player of the game. So be right back. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gives you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed gives you powerful tools to make your, make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire that you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you the more important options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Blue Wire Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I'm telling you, I, I had a few roller coasters here throughout this week. 
just like seeing like Jonathan Abram making some high effort plays, seeing Nick Witkowski with the almost turnover, him getting his nose on the football, some hard hitting plays. DC, I felt like came in, balled out. Jason Witten kind of just come out of nowhere. This offensive line holding together was absolutely crazy. But um, this week, this week was tough nonetheless. But my week eight, lights out, player of the game. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with none other. Then our guy, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, we knew needed a big game this week. Josh Jacobs came in huge. He came in absolutely huge. And I want you guys to drop in the chat right now who you think your lights out player of the game is. But for me, I think he stepped up. He had his first over 100 yard rushing game of the season. And we needed that from him. He came in and that's what controlled the, that's what controlled the tempo. That, those two long drives, that one that was almost nine minutes, that's what won us the game. We didn't give the Browns a chance to heat up or go back down the field. They had, what, two or three possessions in the second half? Three possessions, I think, in the second half? Great. We played this thing absolutely phenomenal. And don't listen to the commentators. We're going to get into this more, but don't listen to the commentators when they said that Devontae Booker was the reason that Josh Jacobs was heating up. No, Josh Jacobs was heating up because he's Josh Jacobs, and he was himself. He was feeling himself. So I think Josh Jacobs came out, he showed out, and he was doing great. I mean, hey, Devontae Booker did great. Don't get me wrong. He came in. He was a great role player. But the workhorse and the guy that had over 100 yards rushing is going to be Josh Jacobs. You don't take that away from him. You don't take that away from J.J. because he came in. And when he's on the field and it's a running play, the defense knows that the ball is going to be going to 28. And he still was able to, without number 77, who we'll talk about eventually. Maybe we'll save that for real talk. We'll see what's going on there. But... He still made things happen with Denzel Good. But no no Richie Incognito, no Trent Brown. He went out there and he made things happen. Shout out to the chat. Simon SC again. What do you think of DC, the only quarterback to take a legit shot down the field? Yeah, man. He wasn't scared. Like I said, you can get on him all you want about um, being, I don't know, you know, taking shots whenever it's windy. But at least he's taking shots. Shout out to Raider Reggie in the chat as well. Thanks for the donation. Crazy weather. Raiders got lucky that the Browns were dropping everything, but Jacobs is back. Hey, you know, they had a couple drops, two or three drops, but so do we. You know, is what it is. Um, it was a sloppy game all around, but we made, we made the most of it. We're back. So, Raider Nation. <sighs> we had a lot of money on the sidelines this week. A lot of money, not just this week, but a lot. And it added up quite a bit. Obviously, we're going to get into Trent Brown a little bit more. I'm not going to get into the details and my thoughts on that right now. I'll save that. I'll save that for Kenny King. We'll save that for real talk. But Trent Brown being out, he has the biggest cap hit of this 2020 Raiders roster with $21.5 million. We had Marcus Mariota, who's still inactive, $9.1 million. Tyrell Williams, obviously out with an injury, can't do too much, $11.1 million. Those three players alone combined $41.7 million on the sidelines. Three players, that's a lot of money. That is 21% of our cap hit. Not able to play. Not eligible. Maybe they called in sick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A little frustrating. It's a little frustrating. There's not a whole lot you can do, but there's a lot of money on the sidelines. There's a lot of money on the sidelines. A lot of people complain about Derek Carr's contract. Well, there's money for two Derek Carr contracts sitting on the sidelines. 
Derek Carr's looking like an absolute bargain because he's playing at an MVP level. Yeah, I'll keep saying that over and over again. So uh, we're going to take this quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by uh, Kenny King Jr. Coming in, some real talk of Kenny King Jr. I love this beat, KK. What's going on, man? Uh, can I get a Raiders? Raiders! I love it. I love yeah. it, KK. Get me all fired up. Huh? How about that? How's a, how's a winning record, four and three sound to you, brother? Oh, man, it sounds beautiful. It sounds beautiful, but what's even more beautiful is it was a cold game. We had rain, we had sleet, we had snow, we had wind. The Raiders pulled it out. Yeah, man. That's the thing is uh, another game-defying statement, like, or should I say a season-defying statement, right? Can't We can't win at Arrowhead. We can't win in the cold. Well, guess what we've done this year with a winning record off our toughest stretch of games. You could say, like, from here on out, we have maybe the easiest stretch, but that was before this game where we're playing a 5 and five and two football team playing a, a football team that was top five as a run defense. Josh Jacobs puts up over a hundred yards. Devonte Booker is a great role player. Derek Carr scrambles for what, like 40 plus yards or whatever it was. Um, we made a statement, Kenny King. Yeah. You know, I, I said going into this game that, you know, you have to utilize the run. You're going to have to utilize the short passes. Um, we saw a couple of those long passes get away from us, but uh, I think that the Raiders played very smart. I think that, you know, the short passes utilizing Waller, utilizing Renfro, uh, getting the ball to Jacobs early and often and just continuing to pound the ball down their throats. It definitely worked. And I think that, you know, Booker's a, he's been a great addition to this offense. I think that, you know, I was a little bit iffy on him when when he signed. I didn't know what we were going to get. And he has been pleasantly surprising every time he touches the ball. I um, mean, he had that one fumble uh, early early in the season. And since then, he has been very surprising. So I'm, I'm really happy with uh, with the run game today. Let's go. I got two topics for you, Kenny King, and uh, they're burning topics. I would say, well, we're gonna we're gonna ease into it. And the first thing that I want to talk about is these Fox commentators. We're used to watching this game on CBS. You know, we're we're right. used to whatever's going on there at CBS. And for the most part, it's been cool. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I got I enjoy watching it. it. Is what it is. You get. Uh, Whatever is uh, Trent Green or whatever, you know, yeah, okay, whatever. We got to deal with stuff like that. Um, but these Fox commentators, is it Rich Spielman or whatever his name is? I can't. Oh, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm like all the way Spielman. done with it. I can't stand with it. I mean, it's it's always funny when, when you listen to, you know, I mean, great. Granted, Spielman was a linebacker. He played in the professional football league. He knows how the game is played. But it's always mm. funny when you listen to somebody who, Never played that position. Talk about how to play that position. Um, you know, yeah. talking about how to how to throw a precision pass uh, in forty mile an hour winds because you know he's done that so many times in his career. But it's not but, even just that, dude. Like he's okay. So he's getting on. Uh, here's the one play that like it kind of tapped me out when uh, he had that like back shoulder to Foster Moreau, 
and it went off the fingertips. How come early in the game when when Baker Mayfield had a wide open rollout with a wide open receiver and was probably two yards off the target, why don't you see anything then? At least keep it even, but there's just this clear bias there that I don't really understand. Fox needs to get a grip on it because as Raider fans, I don't enjoy that whatsoever. No, I don't enjoy it either. I'd much rather put on the put on the radio and listen to the radio, you know, transmission of it. But, you know, I, I'm doing so much yelling during the game. I, I try not to listen to the commentators anyways. But you hear it yeah. every once in a while. You, you heard it last week with Schlereth. I mean, it's just it's annoying. And that's the biggest thing is it's like a gnat in your ear at a barbecue. It's just annoying and it's frustrating to hear. And you don't really want to hear it. And, you know, you want to just tweet yeah. them the whole time and be like, hey, shut up. Like, I don't I yeah. don't want to hear I don't want to hear the constant slander because it's just like it'll, at least be even with it. You know, I think that that's yeah. one of the things is, you know, at least when Rich Gannon does it, like Rich Gannon will go at both sides. Like yeah. if Derek Carr is having a bad game, he'll he'll get on Carr, but he'll also get on the other quarterback. He'll get on the other team. You know, it's it's an even it's an even slander. You know, the yeah. slander is, is incredibly lopsided. So I'm saying it's like a, it's an absolute bias. I don't really understand. Like I said, it's it's one of those things where you talk about all of our missed tackles, but then Josh Jacobs goes and breaks tackles. I, I mean, uh, it's frustrating. You can just see it. There, there's big impact plays for us. They don't really say much. Like, oh yeah, you know, picked up the yards. Oh, big first down, cool. And then like Baker Mayfield like makes some like play when they scored six points the entire game, and they're talking about like he's like God. It's it's I don't know. It it, it doesn't make sense to me. Kenny King. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned <laughs> way off topic. He said you'd rather listen to the radio. Brett, uh, yeah, Brett Musburger. I watched the other day since I'm like a uh, Disney Pixar freak now because of my kids shout out to my three-year-old boy and almost two-year-old girl we watch disney stuff all the time we watched uh disney pixar's airplanes the other night and i learned that they're like whatever their show host or radio guy or whatever when they when they do the airplane races brett mustang burger <laughs> it's him like it's his actual voice too it's actually crazy it's actually nuts. my favorite my favorite Musburger moment is still I mean, besides the AJ McCarron, <laughs> I was gonna say, was it AJ McCarron? <laughs> but it's it's the Water Boy. Welcome to Raider Nation. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The, it's the Water Boy. <laughs> and, you know, when, when he's sitting there talking about, oh, you can't, can't, can't let it go now. It's like, yeah, okay, Brent, we get it. <laughs> but no, I mean, the AJ McCarron thing is still hilarious, and I still find it funny that AJ blocked me because of me welcoming his wife to Raider Nation. But hey, whatever. I mean, hey, welcome. You know, what's AJ doing nowadays? Open arms. Um. Playing uh, Call of Duty, right? Isn't that what he tells Derek that he's doing on like Thanksgiving and stuff? Christmas? I don't know. I'm blocked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's one, of, that's one of the few X Raiders to be okay with being blocked from. Shout out to Antonio Brown. Thanks for blocking me on everything, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> and now, this next part of Real Talk, I sat down live post game with Kenny King with a live reactionary. Uh, video and podcast and we talk about everything and, and the main burning topic that we talked about was Trent Brown and at the moment looking pre-game you know it's 8 9 in the morning and we're looking at the Trent Brown situation as what they reported what was reported as he felt ill he felt ill and decided not to play okay so we look at this situation and we think why did he okay so he just felt ill so he what he basically just called in sick <laughs> i mean no offense 
It sounded pretty bad. It sounded like he didn't want to play football. It sounded like something that was really going to be frustrating and something that, I don't know, could have possibly led to being a trade. What are we doing? Are we keeping him healthy for the trade deadline? What is going on here? I couldn't figure it out, um, but I was really frustrated. And then news comes out after the football game, and this is something that you're only going to hear on the post-produced podcast. You go back and If you go back and watch my post-game video, I won't be saying this. I'll be really frustrated with Trent Brown. But as of now, I I apologize because Trent Brown, there there was a, a deal with the team doctor, basically, that they're giving him an IV, and it somehow put air into his vein. And if you put air or oxygen into your artery, I mean, you could be causing a heart attack, a stroke, it, it, it could be a, a numerous amount of things. So it really is life-threatening. So this game, I will give it to him. In the last game, I will say, you can control, I will say, doing, you know, abiding protocol or abiding team guidelines. Yeah, he picked up COVID. Yeah, he had COVID last game. Okay, I get it. Asymptomatic, no big deal, whatever. It is what it is. He, he was fine the last game. But the, this game... um, I apologize, and I apologize for the reaction. And I'm trying to look at this thing as as times going forward. I'm speaking on behalf of myself and Kenny King Jr. because I know he feels extremely bad, you know, just for the reaction that we had together. And uh, I antagonized it. Both of us antagonized it. But we're looking forward, and we just want to see number 77 on the field. We just want to see number 77 at right tackle because we are much better as a football team with that guy on the field. So... Uh, any statements that were heard before, a little overreactionary, I guess you could say, you know, heat of the moment, because that's where we're at. I mean, no matter what, uh, the situation was definitely a freak accident, but we're still on the borderline of things. Uh, I'll say this just for myself. I'm not going to speak for Kenny King Jr., but um, just as myself now, I'm still at that point to where I still want to see him on his best, best behavior. I still want to see him doing everything he can to play the rest of this football season. What do we got, nine games? I want to see him play at least eight of those nine games. I want to see I want to see him in the playoffs with us. That's what I want to see for number 77. So we're going to skip on forward. We're going to, you know, ignore this mumbo-jumbo that me and Kenny King had as we're frustrated post-game. Although we got the W, and like I said, winning cures all, so... Let's let this win cure all, and hopefully number 77 tomorrow gets out of the hospital and is 100, 100% okay um, and, and, and ready to roll. So shout out to Trent Brown, and let's hope uh, for a full, fast recovery and on to the Chargers. I don't want to talk about this the you know, rest of the time. Kenny King, for the rest of Real Talk, I want to understand, flipping the script, we're going to completely flip-flop the disc. And I want to know, man, about this Raiders football team in a must-win situation. Yeah, we were shaky off the break, off the bye week, and we had some injuries. Our offensive line was out the whole week. We get our offensive line back. Josh Jacobs has his first 100-yard-plus rushing game in forever, and we're looking good. Derek Carr was able to dish it out as much as he possibly could, and I felt like we really played well. Kenny King, what, what's, the, what's the outlook right now um, for, for this Las Vegas Raiders football team? Well, look, the Raiders have shown that they can win 
They, the Raiders have shown that they can win on the road. The Raiders have shown that they can win in the cold. The Raiders have shown that they can beat these teams that they need to beat. This is a playoff caliber team, and the Raiders need to go in there, and they need to continue to continue to do this, continue to beat these teams. But what I see, what I expect to see, is this is a team that's going to continue to fight. This is a team that has a tremendous amount of poise. This is a team that's going to bounce back. They got smacked in the mouth. They got kicked around in their own home. The Raiders are going to be able to control their destiny at this point. Go in and beat beat the LA Chargers in our second home. Come back and beat the Broncos at home. And then we got a big, big test against the Chiefs. We talked a lot as Raider fans, and the Raider, Raider obviously the Chiefs kingdom is going to get pissed off. They want to come back and they want to beat us in our own home. This is going to be a big test for the Raiders, and it could be the deciding factor in the AFC West. So I'm excited to see what this team is going to do. I think this team pulled through a lot. Big props to Brandon Parker. Brandon Parker showed up huge when Sam Young was getting moved all around the field. Fulton Miller still putting it down. I want to see more push from the defensive line. I still want to see some more up the middle. Uh, but the defensive backs, they played a tremendous game. I think this defense is going to continue to get better. John Gruden needs to stay on Paul Gunther. All gas, no breaks. Raider Nation, let's get it. I love it. Kenny King, I want to address one thing in the chat that was brought up. And this was a donation. Quinn the Eskimo, I appreciate the donation. But uh, Quinn says, you guys are dead wrong. My dad FaceTimed the day COVID killed him last Sunday. It hits your respiratory system. Trent wasn't ready to go. First of all, Quinn, prayers out to you and your family. Uh, that's something I never want to read in the comments section. Um, so I don't even understand what you're going through. Uh, the only difference with this situation is um, for Trent, he was asymptomatic and he practiced this week. I, I'm not putting COVID, like I said, I mean, the COVID thing, I understand. You get COVID and you got to deal with the, the symptoms and the the whatever the process it is. Uh, for me, the COVID thing is just more his irresponsibility, right? Wearing his tracker. And Quinn, I think you, you'd agree too. Um, as serious as something as COVID can be, uh, you're going to abide by the protocols to make sure that you're si staying safe and keeping everyone around you safe and abiding by the protocols that you're paid to do, especially as the highest paid player on the roster. But like I said, Quinn, man, um, shout out and honestly prayers up Lord Jesus, man, be with his, with this man's family. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to hear. I'm sorry to read that, bro. I'm sorry to read that. Yeah. Quinn, uh, you know, my prayers to you and your family, obviously, you know, losing, losing a parent is, uh, you never want to, to have that, have that conversation. Um, I, I, like we said, we're not talking about COVID. We're not talking about Trent having the COVID situation. We're talking about, everything leading up to it. And I think the COVID is just kind of the icing on the cake for that. Um, and so, you know, it's not talking about, you know, him being, him having it. It's not talking about that. I'm talking about basically everything yeah. that led up to it and basically the culmination of everything that Trent's doing. But uh, Quinn, my prayers to you and your family, man. I, I, I hate to, I hate to see that. Yeah. 100%. Kenny King, man. I appreciate you joining me, bro. It's, uh, it's been a little bit of a long week, a little bit of a long week. Uh, you know, just coming off like a bad loss after a bye week and all the all the crazy stuff stirring up. But um, Kenny King, what's uh, oh man, how you feeling, bro? How you feeling? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. I gotta, um, you know, I gotta get on and, and record my podcast next. Uh, <laughs> Real talk. Oh hey, <laughs> I hit the bell on accident. There we go. I'm not very good with this, but this guy's trying to give me the wrap it up music already. No, I'm gonna talk for a second. <laughs> No, I'm gonna record my podcast. It was a little, it was a little drop, so that they could get like the, you know, like here, drop it right. Real talk, right there. Where do you, yeah, where do you exactly. listen? No bell, no bell, no wrap up music. Not done yet. Don't silence me. This guy. Raiders. 
Well, on to the next one, I guess. <laughs> I don't have that one set up right now, but yeah. So, where, yeah, where, 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 where do you listen? Where are we listening to your post game show? Uh, you can, oh, uh, you can listen anywhere podcasts are found. Yeah. Uh, Training Table Podcast. It's on, you know, part of the Blue Wire Network. Shout yeah. out Blue Wire. Um, I'll probably be dropping it tomorrow morning. You know, just give you guys something to commute to those that are still commuting to work. Those that aren't commuting to work, you could listen to it while you're sitting at your house watching your kids run around the run around the living room. Um, but yeah, man, what I'm looking forward to this week is the Raiders getting healthy. Um, hopefully Trent gets healthy this week. And if not, hopefully the Raiders make some moves. Um, you know, obviously the Raiders could use some help in the secondary still. The Raiders could use some significant help at defensive tackle. Uh, there's some players out there. There's some teams that are having fire sales. So I'd like to see if the Raiders are going to be active. By the trade deadline, I'd like to see the Raiders do something um, and figure it out. Figure out what's going to happen with Trent. But that being said, we have a big week. It's Charger Week, and we're going to yeah. go into our second home in Los Angeles, where we are still the kings of Los Angeles, the only team to win a Super Bowl as an LA team. Let's go beat the Chargers. Let's go, Kenny King, brother. Thanks for joining us, man. We'll talk soon. Thanks for having me. the number on the screen this is your time to voice your opinion raider nation it's time for you guys to sound off being brought to you by the stage door casino hotline make sure if you guys weren't there today make sure the next time you guys are in vegas or if you're planning a trip to vegas you visit stage door casino because look i hear some people they say oh there's nothing special about stage door casino oh well you know why does he keep hyping it up there ain't nothing special about stage door casino what you think i'm gonna go pump up the like ritziest place in state in las vegas you guys want me to go out and search and try and find the like craziest looking sports bar? Because I'm not looking for a sports bar. I'm looking for a Raider bar. I'm looking for a place where Raider Nation's authentic. And I'm looking for a place to send you guys where it's going to be 100% Raider Nation on game day. And that is Stage Door Casino. So if you guys want to hang out like it's a Raider game and you want the next, next best experience, ain't nothing that you guys say that's going to change my opinion. Because Stage Door Casino is a spot to be and That's why we do all of our stuff. So call that number. Get involved. telling you yeah hit that like button shout out to uh shout out to greg in the chat greg lira get the likes up hit that like button hit that like button tell your friends come hang out i love it these commentators man i can't quite do it with them i can't quite do it with them anymore i hope we go back to cbs next week because that's where i want to be personally i cannot stand fox i don't know what it is about fox is it fox is it just the, I mean, is it their bias? Is it the commentators? Because we had two different uh, pairs this last week and nothing changed. So I don't really know what to think. It's definitely frustrating though. Definitely frustrating. Call that number on the screen. Voice your opinions. I'll be taking calls here in just a second. There's going to be a lot of you guys coming through. So let's take this first caller in here. Caller, man, state your name. Where are you calling from? What's going on? It's Rev Mike from Boise. Rev Mike, what is going on, brother? How you feeling, man? We're four What's and up? three. I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. You know what? 
Got some background noise. I like it. Yeah, I was. You know, I was actually your first caller last week, but it didn't go through. So I was oh, in Vegas. Shoot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. So yeah. Plan <laughs> plan on the trip uh, to um, to Vegas for the for the KC game. Hopefully. So oh, there we go. There. Yeah, I was gonna say that's yeah. our that's our trip right there. We're planning November 22nd when the Kansas City Chiefs. That's uh, in three weeks. We'll be there for the, when the when the Kansas City Chiefs come play the Raiders at home. Uh, yeah, man, we'll uh, we'll be there. Well, Pigeons AJ in the chat. He lives in Boise as well. So shout out to uh, to Boise right now, man. We got some Idaho people here. All right, yeah, so, yeah. Well, hey, like Dustin says, right on to the next one, right? On to the next one, I guess. Let's go. We're going back. <laughs> we have we got three home games right now, Rev Mike. We got three home games coming up. Uh, two of them in Las Vegas and one in our second home, L.A. How are you feeling, man? Can we go on a little streak? Can we come in hot against Kansas City again? What's going on? Absolutely, I think so. I think we can. I think we can do it. I mean, at home. Um, anything can happen. Um, I think they're beatable. They're good. They're really good, but I think we can beat them. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Rev Mike, I appreciate you calling in, man. Um, and I'm sure again, you know, we'll All talk right, again man. next week. All right. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. Coming. Uh, it's been a long time since we've been in LA. It feels like last year was, was a great game for us. Derek Carr coming out that big end zone run in the corner, getting that win. So I'm looking forward to seeing that again. Looking forward to the L.A., man. It's it, it's amazing for us. L.A. does some great things for the Raiders. And still, the only, like just like uh, Kenny King said, the only football team to hold a championship in Los Angeles. There we go. So, caller, second caller of the day. State your name, man. Where are you calling from? Hey, how's it going? This is uh, Mitchell from uh, Fresno, California. How are you doing, Cody? Fresno. Let's go. Shout out to Fresno 559. Mitch, I think I've talked to you once here before, right? You know, this is actually my first time. First calling, time calling, but, uh, okay. Maybe another yes, Mitch sir. I talked to. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. I just, uh, I'm, I'm feeling super happy about that win. That was honestly a huge game for the Raiders because, yeah. you know, we were going to be fighting Cleveland for that, uh, that wild card spot, mm-hmm. assuming we don't win the division. So I'm just super excited. Like a cold weather game for Derek Carr. That's huge for his confidence. Huge for the team's confidence. And man, we got LA coming up home game i can't, couldn't be more excited that's what i'm saying man it's it, it's cool to have like a little three game home streak uh you know the la the the second home i guess it, it it's hard to say you know because we obviously won't have the home field advantage that we're used to with no fans there but it's still la and it still feels like home and i'll still you know give a huge shout out to la because they're still like my, my biggest like listenership of any other region it's it's la so uh this is really cool man what 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 do you see in store for us we got three division rivals in a row coming up our next three games are we able to pull off the hat trick man we got it we got to be rolling hot going to kc and get another win how do you feel 100 percent agree it has to be a hat trick uh we this game against la it's gonna be a very tough game because their defense are gonna give them give us like a lot of problems um i think but if we can just shut down Herbert, Herbert's a rookie. They need to hit him, and when Herbert goes down, he has to go down hard. Yeah. And the next week, we got we got Locke. We we can beat him. I know we can. I'm the Broncos' defense is nasty too, but I know we can get it done. And then against yeah. the Chiefs' home home game Sunday night football, that's going to be a hell of a game. I mean, we proved we can do it though. Yeah. This is huge for the team's confidence. So three tough tough divisional matchups, but man, I I, I know the Raiders can do it. They're just going to have to – the only way they'll lose is if they beat themselves, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Because this team is good. Exactly. Yeah. 
Good stuff, man. Mitch, I appreciate you calling in, man. Maybe we'll hear from you again yeah. soon. Absolutely. I'll call again. Thank you. Shout out to my friend, uh, Wes Anderson. Hey, Wes Anderson. Let's go. Shout out, man. Thanks, Pat. All right. Later. All right. And take in, I guess I'll make this, my, my Skype is going wild, so I'm not really going to be able to take any more callers after this, uh, or if I even can, I don't know. It's all being, it's being all weird on me. So the third and final caller, state your name, man. Where are you calling from? I am the Raider Critique calling from Central Texas. The Raider Critique, man. I've talked to you once before on Hardcore Raider Show, man. What is going on? Yes, sir. You have, man. How you doing? that? I'm feeling absolutely wonderful after this win. You should, as you should, because this was a must-win football game. Four and three feels a heck of a lot better than three and four, and then going into two games, that, I mean, really, it's it's two teams that we don't like whatsoever. Playing the Browns is whatever. You know, you play the Browns, you're like, okay, look, Cleveland, you guys are kind of like us. I feel for you. Let's, you know, it's kind of like, let's shoot it out. Weather's crazy. Let's do some good old-fashioned football. But now we're going to L.A., and then Denver's going to be coming to us. Those are two teams we got to put a whipping on, and we got to get hot for the Kansas City Chiefs. So Raider Katique, man, how, how are you feeling, man? How's you know what? I, I know your opinion. I want to know how's Derek Carr playing this year. Man, Derek Carr is playing life out, dude. I just want to go ahead and break it out. No, I was not paid to say this, but <laughs> Carr haters, how do you feel now? How do you feel? How do y'all feel now? The dude can throw the ball deep. He's pinpointing the ball with every throw that he's doing, and it's exactly where it needs to be. Derek Carr is playing an MVP caliber season right now, you know, boring a few games here and there. But I'll be honest with you, man. This is the quarterback that I expected to see ever since we drafted him. Yeah. You know, and I mean, if you don't love Derek Carr, (laughs) <laughs> then obviously you don't remember Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, yeah. And you don't remember Andrew Walter. Andrew and you Walter. you don't remember <laughs> Dante Culpepper. Come on. Yeah. I, I mean, the list goes on yeah. and on, buddy. We already know that, you know, if you've been a Raider fan for as long as we have been Raider fans, which yeah. I've been sitting here since, what, about 86, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. we kind of we know what we're getting with Derek Carr. And, you know, I'm sorry for all the car haters who really wanted uh, to attack him over or whatever the hell his name was. My condolences. Uh, quarterback was, but yeah, you know it is what it is, dude. And and I'm just I'm I really want to give a shout out to you, bro, because I haven't been able to really talk to you lately. Good job on the show. Good job on the podcast, man. You're doing an excellent job and. Thanks for staying solid with us, man. I mean, really. Hey, I appreciate that, man. We're just, hey, we're just having a good time, Raider Critique. You know that we just like to get together as Raiders fans, as content creators. And I'm glad, man, you do a lot of different shows. I'm glad you decided to call in and chit-chat a little bit after a big win. It feels good, man. I mean, Victory Monday, tomorrow's going to be pretty man. sweet and something that we haven't felt. I mean, it's been a while. It's been about three weeks since we've celebrated something like this through the bye week, through the loss last week. So it feels good. A little, little breath of fresh air, a little relief, man. So I appreciate you calling in. Hey, I appreciate you letting me uh, get on here with you, man. And if there's only thing I've really got to critique besides the defense is that you need to put your podcast on Spotify a little bit faster, man. So I have something to listen to while I'm working. <laughs> I can work on that. I can work on that. I usually post-produce a little late, but I'll try and uh, I'll try and up it up for you, critique. I'll try and get it on Spotify faster. Hey, man, take care of yourself, bro, and represent. Yeah, Raider Nation, let's go. Raider Nation, baby, let's go. So that's going to close us out for week eight. Feeling four and three, feeling great. 
Raider Nation, if you're listening to the post-produced podcast, I hope you guys are enjoying your Victory Monday. And also, make sure if you haven't and you're listening on your Apple podcast device, please, 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 please leave a rating and review. Go drop that five-star rating and a review. Let Raider Nation know how you feel about this show and how you feel about these Raiders, man. We we have ourselves a good time, and I put a lot of effort in these post-game podcasts. Uh, so that's how you pay me back. But Raider Nation, like I said, this is brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcasting Network and the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. RaidersBeat.com, that's where you're going to get all your latest Raiders news and analysis. Raiders Beat, man, shout out. But this is it. Winning record. We're in the playoffs. Raider Nation, time to get fired up. Time to keep the streak going. And it's time to face these three division opponents. Keep it rolling. This is it. Let's get ready. Raider Nation, I will see you guys in a few days. Later. At Simple Mobile, you get the no-contract advantage. Those other mobile companies make you think you're in control, but you're really not. Simple Mobile is different. You can get a powerful nationwide 5G network all without a contract. It's the reliability you need when you need it, with no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. 5G-capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speeds not yet available.